0: Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co host, Donna Lee.
1: Happy Saturday, everybody.
0: Happy Saturday. I'm really excited to have a, an awesome segment here on our show. Uh, Mm -hmm. What are we calling it? That's what she said. That's what she said.
1: That's right. We're thinking of the ladies this time.
0: You know, we usually focus on men's health issues uh, on this show, but but I think that we can also provide a service by helping men understand Mm -hmm. their ladies.
1: Yes, my husband's listening right now, intently.
0: (laughs) Hopefully taking notes.
1: (laughs) I hope so. There's a quiz later when I get home.
0: We are really glad to have Dr. Diana Wang with Austin Area OB-GYN. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot for joining us, Diana. Hi,
1: y'all. It's great to be Good here. You.
0: Dr. Wang has been in practice for how many years here?
1: A little bit over 10, 11 years now. 10 or 11 years, yeah. about the same time as mm-hmm. she
0: She trained at Brackenridge when it was Brackenridge.
1: Yes, the original Brackenridge.
0: You, you really started out great. You know, you were at Westlake mm-hmm. and then <laughs> UT Plan 2. And for some reason, Galveston for medical school—do they still have like a a accredited? Yeah,
1: (laughs) the only reason I went there and I love Galveston is because they had the only gross anatomy lab that was above ground.
0: Okay, I'll buy that one. I'll buy that one. The one we had at Baylor was also underground. I mean, it wasn't
1: in the basement like every other medical school. Yes, we were actually windows. Windows, and we could. Watch it, the ocean and really sailboats makes this, walk around. Really the the oh, it does! It makes you feel like you're alive. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> not, not- <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Diana,
0: you are one of the busiest and mm-hmm. really one of the most versatile uh, obijins in this town, and you still deliver babies.
1: Yeah, I love delivering babies.
0: And, and you're taking care of women from when they're very young to they're very old. I naturally thought of you um, as someone who's going to be able to give us great insight into kind of women's health issues and maybe dumb it down for us guys so we can really understand what's going on.
1: Yeah, no, whatever we can do to help you guys.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> Please. So let's let's talk about something that affects a lot of our, our guys, and that is when Family planning is happening, so Mm -hmm. you've decided now to to get pregnant, and and now what? Because for the guy, Mm -hmm. I mean, we just really just have one job, and we're just kind of told what what to do, when to do it. Maybe you could go into, uh, physiologically, uh, what's happening during the cycle? Uh, When is the optimum time to get pregnant? And what are some tools that couples can use to help them maximize their chance of getting pregnant?
1: Yeah, no, that's great. When we were in high school and we learned about the menstrual cycle in science class, do you remember how
0: hard that was? It was kind of like the butterfly cycle.
1: Yeah, even (laughs) in college, I mean, throughout my life, I really didn't like the menstrual cycle. That kind of stressed me out, learning about that, honestly. So it is one of the more complicated things for couples to kind of wrap their minds around. You know, for me, a lot of our couples will come in for a preconceptual counseling session. And pretty much we're just talking about, hey, how <laughs> do we how, how works, do we time so- how do we time this? Right. So typically one of the most important questions we ask our patients for the women are, are your menstrual cycles regular? Because if they are regular, then we can assume the timing is gonna be correct. And that is during the menstrual cycle, the first two weeks when they're bleeding, they're, um, they start bleeding and they start building up this lining that's supposed to prepare for an embryo to implant. And so this first two weeks, the lining builds up and then most women will ovulate about 12 to 14 days after they start their period.
0: And that's important. Because and that's I think important, that it, it's yes. Not, it's not the last day of the period. It's the first day of the it's period. It's the first day of the period that, that you're counting the, the, from. The, 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 the timing. So that's exactly. I,
1: yeah. And nowadays, you know, most of our patients have apps. You can download a free app online anywhere to just calculate your period. And they program in the first day of their period. And we tell them not the spotting day, but the actual full flow. Most women have about a 28-day cycle if they're perfectly regular. So cycles can range from 28 days to 30-something days, As they get more irregular and more spread out, we start worrying that they may not be ovulating um, appropriately, or some women may not even be ovulating.
0: And by ovulating, what do we mean?
1: Right, so ovulation, when you think about it, it seems so theoretical, but it's actually a physical process. The actual ovary will release an egg, a microscopic egg that drops from the woman's ovary, and only typically only one egg follicle will release that egg.
0: And somehow the body knows how to alternate which left or right egg, right? The well, it's robot. not alternating. Okay. It's random. Okay.
1: So some women may ovulate from one ovary, their left ovary, for example, the majority of their life and not ever really ovulate from their right ovary. Interesting. We're not, we're not like robots. They don't alternate symmetrically. And so...
0: That's for sure. You can program a robot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No programming us. Honestly... You know, most women do think they ovulate left and right, though. They always mm-hmm. tell me, OK, is it my this side or this <laughs> side? And I'm like, well, you know, you've been ovulating from your left side this for the past four months, and we can monitor that. And the purpose is to have only one egg ovulate. We, we weren't created to have eight babies at one time. The goal <laughs> is to have that one egg, the dominant follicle ovulate. The sperm somehow has to find that egg.
0: So, what, so on, on day 12, is that egg released, or is that, on day 12 is the egg in the fallopian tube?
1: So on day 12, the egg's released, okay. and then the sperm has to find this egg floating in her body, fertilize it, and the fallopian tube has to pick that up and carry it down to the uterus. So it's a miracle of life, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, this microscopic egg is floating in the woman's body. The sperm, and that's why they're semen, they have to like swim with all this fluid to be able to go float around in there. It's like Schlitterbahn. (laughs) You know that circle in Schlitterbahn where everyone's like going round and round and round and it's not segregated? Yeah, easy river and whirlwind there. They have to find each other, match up. And then the fallopian tube has to grab one of them. I mean, grab the fertilized embryo and, and carry it down to the uterus. So it is a miracle. All those steps are miracles of life yeah
0: and once that happens the body releases um uh, a hormonal signal telling it that there's been some type, sort of conception and then the and then the, the, the process of implantation and caring for that embryo begins exactly and if it doesn't get that signal then you
1: then you you have your period then everything then releases yep lining. and you say hey let's try again and it starts over again it starts over
0: so you mentioned apps Um, there's um, little sticks that you can pee on uh, also to tell you. What what is that stick that you pee on actually measuring?
1: Um, So those sticks are measuring the LH surge, which is a surge of the luteinizing hormone right before a woman ovulates. Um, So it's predicting that she is going to ovulate. It's not the actual ovulation.
0: So she pees on this stick, Uh it turns a certain color. And then she knows in the next day or so. That she will have like, a yeah.
1: high chance of ovulating.
0: And, and you mentioned, you know, your your, your uh, illustration of uh, the lazy river is a good one. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of guys will ask me how should they time sex during this time. Right. And I'm like, well, you just need as many swimmers in that pool as possible. Exactly. So you should try to have sex. You know, In my opinion, the advice that I give is maybe a couple day abstinence, maybe right before you know you think that she's going to ovulate and then really try to get as many swimmers in the pool as possible Mm -hmm. and so whether that so so so, i don't usually advise men to skip days in between i just have them do it as often as they can
1: yeah no i agree with you completely if you see that lh surge or that positive and you can use a pee stick or there's actually a lot of ovulation predictor kits that are easier to use than the actual um well um you know a lot of women will test their ph or cervical mucus and those or their temperature. Mm-hmm. Those are just a little bit harder than, like, you're saying the pea sticks. Yeah. It's just uh, hard to time yeah. it more naturally. <laughs> but, like you said, with the ovulation kits, they can figure out, hey, guess what? I have a positive on my ovulation stick to their husbands and say, hey, let's go for it. And I agree with you. You know, get as many sperms in there as possible because that egg could release within the next 24 to 36 hours. And you want, as much sperm in that lazy river waiting for that little egg to slide down that little slide <laughs> to get in there you know it's it's harder to like chase that egg down the slide you want to be in the lazy river and then as you said those subsequent days you want to keep having intercourse consecutively you don't miss that chance because that egg is only there it's just one time it's yeah
0: and so for for just a just a, a <clears throat> random healthy couple that has normal kind of everything about them what do you quote them as the chance of getting pregnant every cycle
1: it's only about 10 percent chance per cycle
0: and that's why we tell them that if you've been trying for a Mm -hmm. year and you haven't been able to get pregnant then you should see a fertility specialist exactly
1: because there could be two components there could be a male factor and a female factor and the female factor can include an ovulation problem or a physical problem so that's why it's so nice to have you guys you know because we can have the male factor be evaluated immediately and that's that's something that could be an easy fix or not.
0: Well, that was mm-hmm. awesome Diana thank you so much oh, for course. contributing to our that's what she said segment. that's what she said <laughs> hope that helps. <laughs> yes thank you, thank you. That. her
1: voice on that that little cut that's right
0: Diana you want uh, Diana. Oh. Donna you want tell me Donna. to get hold
1: of us uh, you can call us during the week at 512 I love that we compared the miracle of life to Schlitterbach <laughs> <laughs> that, that excited me um, and then you can send us questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com and we will be right back
0: the armor men's health hour will be right back if you have Questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormen'shealth@gmail.com. at gmail.com.